0: Hello people, this is the Sage of Strength podcast and today I'm talking about something we probably have all wondered in our lives before. How to tell your future. And if you're coming from my Instagram you might think this is about fortune telling, about tarot, but it's not. How to tell your future is actually quite simple and you don't need to be Into um, spirituality or more esoteric things like tarot and all that to tell your future. It's quite simple, and I'm going all into it in this episode. And yeah, let's get to it. So, the future. If you're someone who lives on this planet and you're not a five-year-old with no cares and no worries in the world, then you probably have thought of your future. If you're a young person in your teenage years, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and I know like 40 doesn't seem so young and stuff, but it's pretty young. If you can live to a 100, like 40 that's literally just like half you know so age age is is kind of an illusion in that way but yeah the future is something that we all think about oftentimes we worry about it Um, it's easy to worry about things you are not certain of things you don't know things that you don't understand or things that just seem too far away we're very curious, and the more things are farther away from us, they seem more out of our control. And we, many of us tend to like control, love control, really, because it feels like it's something that we can grasp onto, and it is solid ground, when, in fact, it is not. Because if life has proven anything, it's that anything can happen at any time to anybody, no matter what, right? And because because of that uncertainty, um, there's a lot of fear about the future, like what does it hold, what's gonna happen? And when I was a teenager, I I wouldn't say too much that, I wouldn't say that I worried too much about the future because it was simply just too far away. But I was very curious about it, and I began to be so curious and ask myself questions and sort of project what I was seeing from other people into my own future. So, like, you know, based off my family, my schooling, my current reality, I just wondered, is it going to be like this or is it going to change? Is it going to become something depressing? Is it going to become something violent? Is it going to be become something miserable and you know just horrible? And I would have these thoughts even when I was having a good time. Like I would think about my future going in a downward spiral, even though I was in a good place. And this is such a it's such a weird thing to do right? It, it's just super weird. If you're already in a bad place, then thinking that, you know, the future might be even worse is sort of natural. But many of us are in an all right place. It doesn't even, you don't necessarily even have to be in a good, quote-unquote, good place to have these kind of thoughts. You can just be even in a neutral place and these type of thoughts come up Right? So as human beings, it's it's very natural to ponder on the future, but how you think of it is also super important. So I gave this preview just to sort of place the normalcy of it out there. Most times when we're going through you know personal development or just wanting to have a happier life, a better life, we often feel like our thought processes are are our own, right? Like, we, we tend to see whatever we're going through very singularly. So I am going through this. I'm the only one that understands what I'm going through. I'm the only one that can see it from this way. And while that's true to a certain extent, we're also all just human beings placed in this crazy, crazy earth and our experiences are largely the same it's like when you think when you when you think of teenagers right and they're like you're not going to understand it's like girl i have been a teenager too i I actually totally understand (laughs) right or sometimes when older people or parents you you just won't understand it's like "Mm, i'm a human being too I may not like see it at the level you do. That doesn't mean it's not relatable, right? So um, there, I, I believe that there is some solidarity in knowing that we are all going through things and we are all navigating the things we're going through as best as we can. So if you're someone that tends to be, you know, very hard on yourself, especially pertaining things that are not yet there, I just want you to know that you're totally not alone. And if you do desire it and you seek it you can find solace in the experience of other people strangers family you know people around you every one of us is so valuable and yeah i hope you get to tune into that frequency and learn whatever it is that you might need to so how to tell your future that's what we're talking about right before I go into the actual steps of telling your future and remember I said this is not about fortune telling it's not about like tarot or palm reading or personality type blueprints or whatever it's just a one of those universal laws and principles that are found to be very powerful so before I get into the process of doing that Let's get one thing straight about what exactly the future is because I think many of us don't understand this and it took me a while, it took me a long time to clearly understand the difference and the importance of how I was understanding the future. The first thing to understand about the future is that it's not a far-off place. In fact, the future is the present moment when something is in your past it has gone you have already had it and it is behind you but your future is supposed to be something that is ahead right well you're constantly ahead when you're in the present So your future is, in fact, not your future. Your future is the present moment. Because in every present moment, you truly have no idea what is going to happen. You truly have no idea what is to come. And of course, you can speculate, you can make projections, you can think about it rationally and logically. But do we live in a completely rational and logical world? No, we don't. So that doesn't help so much. <laughs> so understanding that the present is the future, it's, it really illuminates to you the importance of the moment. It highlights to you the importance of today. It highlights to you the importance of right now. It's all we truly have, isn't it? And I, I bring this up because, in a way, I can even say that the future is not even the present moment, right? If you really think about it, the future was yesterday, <laughs> right? Because, like, day before yesterday, I had no idea what day would actually turn out, um, turn out like. I had my plans, sure, sure, sure. I had things that I was going to do, sure, sure, sure. But how much of it was I in control of? I can only be in control of like my own energy, my own power, my own actions and like things that pertain to me, but everything else is going in its own flow, in its own vibration. So many things are happening, right? So the future <laughs> the future was yesterday. Yeah. And today I am in the present, which is also the future, looking forward to tomorrow, which is also the future. So I hope this wasn't too confusing, and I hope I got the point across. Because once you understand that it's not so far off, you get to take control. You get to take control of things. You also get to be aware of things. And actually I should have made that point first before saying take control, because you can only take control when you are aware of what is happening. Like how can you take control when you don't know what's going on? It is How are you going to take control? Literally how, right? So acknowledging that the future is in the present moment is being aware of what's happening being able to take control of what's happening and being able to shape what is to come and I say shape what is to come not in the sense of um, having control but more of setting a, setting a tone rowing your boat in a certain direction right so it's like if you were in a river are you going to try to control the waves, right? Now you think going to try and control the water. <gasps> that shit will drown you so quick. <laughs> you drown, you drown, right? But you can set your boat, set your ship to where you want it to go. And wherever the waters take you as you continue to row, that one is different. But at least you are on a path. So that's what I mean by that. So, with a clearer understanding of what the future actually is, let's move on to how to tell this future that we speak of. When you are trying to tell your future, when you want to know where it is you're going to go in life, what you're going to be, how the rest of your life is going to turn out, the first thing to do, and this is very important, Oftentimes the most simple things are the most important. Anybody that brings you something too complicated, run away, oh run away. They're just trying to confuse you. Confusion cannot help you gain clarity. It can't. Confusion can only help you in the sense that you can search for clarity. So if you're confused and you know you are in a certain direction that is a signal for you to look towards a different direction and find that clarity that you're looking for. Like I said, this is simple, but it, it is important and very powerful. So I want you to, to take this with a very childlike manner. Oftentimes when we are adults, we're so sick of like hearing simple things because it's like, ah, but I need to. I need to do something now. How can things just be like? You no, know, we feel like we need to put in so much effort, but oftentimes the most powerful things are the most simple, and you need to honor those simple things. With all that long, <laughs> long precursor, the first thing is to assess your current situation honestly. And I have In my notes, I have honestly with underline. Because it's one thing to assess your current situation. It's another thing to honestly assess your current situation. A lot of times we lie to ourselves to make ourselves feel better. Or we lie to ourselves to avoid doing things that um, will take a little more effort. Or simply like... Even if it doesn't take a lot of effort, it's simply something you are afraid of doing, something you don't want to do, or something that is new, which makes it uncomfortable. We don't want to leave our comfort zone. So there could be like a number of reasons why we're not being honest with ourselves. But let me tell you, (laughs) lying to yourself is the worst thing. It is the worst thing. Like, Why are you lying to yourself? And then what? And then what? Like, after that, then what? Right? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing day after that. Lying to yourself is completely useless. And it curbs your expansion. The thing about the um, the the quote about the truth setting you free, it's a real thing, man. It's such a real thing. It sets you free. Earlier on, I was talking about how how... You you need to take control, but you can't take control if you're not aware of what's happening. So if you're lying to yourself about what's happening, you're going to take control, you might take control rather, but you take control in the wrong way because you're not taking control on what actually matters. You're taking control about a lie, about a reality that is only existent in one part of your head. How is that going to work out? So honesty and the truth setting you free. And like I I can, you know, I I I say these things and they seem very straightforward and oftentimes a little bit harsh. Like be honest with yourself. But I understand that sometimes honesty and truth can be very painful. It can. I I am not I am not invalidating that in any way. The truth can be painful, but a moment or some moment of pain, they're worth it for the clarity that comes out afterwards, for the freedom that comes after that pain. It doesn't last forever. It doesn't. So what are you going to choose? So assessing your current situation honestly and assessing your current situation honestly without unnecessary judgment of yourself. Or the situation that you're in. Because it's one thing to, to assess the situation honestly. But sometimes that honesty or more, it will look in your face and you're just like, Kai, damn, fuck, like shit. And then you start to have this conversation with yourself. Oftentimes the conversation is about how stupid you are. How much of a fool you honestly are. Because if this is the assessment of your life and your situation, then obviously you're stupid, obviously you're a fool, obviously there's nothing in your head and you're worthless, right? We have all kinds of self-talk and these things I've said, this might be light for some people, right? We are often our own harshest critics, we are often so mean and so wicked to ourselves, so cruel. So it's important to assess your situation without unnecessary judgment. And what I mean by unnecessary judgment is that it's a natural, um, it's a natural reaction to to feel stupid, to feel like, you know, you've wasted this, you've wasted that. But in as much as you are, or rather in as much as it's natural to feel your feelings, you can't linger on them because it's not going to help. It's just going to expand the problem and right now we're trying to tell your future or you are trying to tell your future so that you can get there right that's why you want to know that's why you're here listening to this checking this out you want to know so that you can get there you can't get there if you just focus on how stupid you are and you focus on how men you're dumb AF and you should have done things different yes you should have But you only have your present moment, so it's more important to focus on that than belittling yourself, downgrading yourself, and making it more of an issue than it needs to be. In another episode, I believe it's the episode about how to find success quickly, and you should go check that out. It's a fantastic episode, and I talk about two different types of lingering so whenever you fall whenever you disappointed yourself whenever you've done something that you're not supposed to and like you want to get back on track there are two ways we can linger and the first one is a natural emotional response so you're sad you're angry you're frustrated you're whatever cool feel all of that feel all of it express it and let it go that type of um emotional reaction and that type of lingering it is Normal and it is necessary for you to process what it is You are feeling so that you can let it go and keep on moving The second type of lingering is what I call sustained Lingering and that's when the thing has happened. You're upset. You're angry, but then it's three months It is two weeks is one year is ten years It's 16 years, it's 25 years, and you're still not over it. It's still taking such prominent space in your being. That one will not take you anywhere. That one will not help you process what it is that is going on any faster. That one will not get you to where you are going. It is not beneficial. So let go of that. Let go of any sustained lingering that stagnates you. We want to move forward. What happens when something is stagnant? It means nothing can grow from it. And we're living beings, right? So any part of your energy that's stagnant, that is stagnant, it dies. Nothing fruitful can come of it. It just dies. And whatever is tends to expand. And we'll talk about this later in the episode. I'm talking about the compound effect. So if one part of you is stagnant right now, the more time passes that stagnancy is going to spread it's like a cancer I want to go a little bit more into explaining why this is so important and this was will only take a minute so what's the point of doing this what's the point of you know assessing this situation without unnecessary judgment of yourself or like the issue or whatever is going on in your life the reason the esoteric reason anyway <laughs> is because wherever your focus goes wherever your attention goes energy and expansion follows such a simple concept and it's one that we can see in every sphere of life right if And I I like using, like, um, dating analogies because it's just fun. And, you know, everyone or mostly everyone is sort of interested in relationships with other people. So it's a cool analogy. It's one that we can understand easily. If you meet a lovely lady and you're starstruck by her, like she smiles and you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God she's going to be in the forefront of your brain right and then ah, next thing you go to instagram or wherever and you're looking at her pictures and you know you start messaging her what's happening in this instant because your your focus or your attention is going there you are doing things in that direction so if you had Let's say an appointment to visit the doctor or something, but you've been thinking of this girl all day long. You've been like she thought of her, have been in your brain. You've been messaging her, you've been checking her out. These are all things that your um, energy is going towards, right? Because it takes energy to message someone, to interact with them, to go visit them, and all of that. And they have this doctor's appointment. And maybe it's an important appointment, but then this girl responds to your messages and she's like, oh, she's free today. Where are you going to go? (laughs) Are you going to go for the doctor's appointment, or are you going to go see the girl of your dreams? (laughs) You're probably going to see the girl of your dreams, right? Like even if you it's a super appointment and like you have to actually go see that doctor you'll be rushing throughout it's just like oh my this doctor took the injection fast make a go like you'll be hurrying up to leave there all your energy is going towards one place and the same thing goes like i know this is a lighthearted silly example but the same thing goes for all aspects of our lives, with our family, with our different relationships, both romantic, platonic, and all of that. With our business, with our careers and jobs, all aspects of life. Wherever focus goes, energy and expansion follows. If you like something and like you pay more attention to it, you'll just end up liking that thing more. Isn't that the case? That is the case. So it's very important to be aware of where your energy is going and that's the reason that we make this assessment and the reason i hammered so much about making this assessment without any unnecessary judgment is because when you start to focus and linger in that um, judgment and the sustained reaction what happens is that that problem will become bigger and bigger And bigger and all your energy will be going on the problem and not the solution. So super important and I hope you're not tired of hearing me say it but make no unnecessary judgments. Unnecessary judgments will lead you to focusing on the problem and focusing on the problem will lead you nowhere. We want to focus on the solution so that you can tell your future and get to it. All right? Since we've cleared that up let's move on after making this assessment what's next all right after making this assessment and you can do this assessment in a number of ways you can just take some time to think about it do some introspection meditation journaling can even start off by talking to someone else about the situation sometimes not all the time but sometimes what we need is external information and uh, a different viewpoint to help us to see what's going on with new eyes whenever you are in one place for too long like your eyes sort of get accustomed to it so there are things that you might easily forget or not realize as quickly. So sometimes talking to people can also help in, like, this assessment. And depending on what it is you're assessing, what area of life you're assessing, those people's inputs might also be necessary. So there are different ways to make this assessment. But however way you choose to do it, be sure that you are honest and true to yourself, and don't, don't be too hurt. Or try not to be too hurt, you know. And I know that's just a thing to say. But really, just um, remember my words and try not to be too hurt. Because where you're going is more important. Two things to realize after you've made this assessment. is like, okay, this is what it is. This is how it's been like. First thing, and this is something that I love to preach. Because I I just believe it's so powerful. And holding this scepter... Of knowledge in my hands has really made it easier for me to pass through certain things not just with like power but with love sound mind and clarity and it just makes me feel so good it's high vibrational stuff so I really encourage it and this thing is that energy and free will are our greatest gifts And I've thought, I've pondered on this for a long time, and I am yet to find, you know, greater things. Although, of course, I'm always open to learning and seeing what this universe holds and stuff. But I truly do believe energy and free will are some of the greatest gifts that have been given to us by our creator. And we shouldn't take it for granted, so, understanding the importance of energy. Earlier on, we were talking about where your focus goes, your energy goes towards, right? So, your energy is, is, your, is your vitality, is your vital force, is how it is being, it is doing. It's two of those things. It is your feminine energy, your masculine energy. It is how you exist with power in this world. Without energy, you're not, like, a a living thing. All living things, all energetic things, they vibrate at a certain level, at a certain frequency. Like, you can go check this out. and There's a scientific chart that shows you the way energy works. With energy and free will, being our greatest gives you realize that anything is possible. And that's such a cliche, right? Anything is possible. It's a cliche, but it's true. <laughs> it's a cliche for a reason. It's a cliche because it's true. So literally anything is possible. What are you going to choose? Since you have not just energy, but free will. And this this is a very interesting thing to say because oftentimes people will now come at you with yeah what about people that are in these like horrible situations what about things that like are just so evil and all all, all?" and i'm not even trying to give you the answer to that because that's a whole different question with a whole different answer and if it's something that you're interested in hearing about you can send me a dm or an email and i will i will go into more about that topic because it's very interesting and i bet the answer you, you're thinking is not like the actual answer so it would be very interesting to go to but without digressing too much with these two greatest gifts you get to decide it really is about choice because, yes, you can bring up all these unfair circumstances and, you know, how things are not as they should be. And, yes, I, I, I do sympathize with that. But at the same time, you are not looking to control everything. You are looking to get your own life together. So, again, I say why focus on a problem when you can focus on the solution? The power of choice is very important. No matter what circumstance you're in, no matter how unfair, no matter how vile, how cruel, no matter the situation, the power of choice can and will always lead you to unexpected places. So what choices are you making? Are you conscious of those choices? You have to be, if not, your future is not going to be, well, is going to be just be where you are now, since it's the present. Is that somewhere you want to be. That's for you to decide. I hope you decide honestly. <music> Do you like your current situation or not? It's a simple question, but it also tends to be a hard one for many of us because there's a but this, but that, but this, but that But just try to put it in a yes or no. Do you like your current situation or not? When you have your answer, at that moment, you have to choose. Choose what it is that you want. Yes, I like how my life is and I want more of it. Great. That's your choice. No, I don't like how my life is and I want something else. Great. That's your choice. You've chosen something different. And like the choice to say no i don't like this this is what i want is a very powerful choice because you can then paddle your boat in that direction and it's better to go in that direction and face the obstacles that come with it than stay in the same place because in that situation there's one um, choice There's one choice that you have a 100% guarantee on and the other you have, I would say, more of a 50-50 guarantee on. If you choose to stay where you are, even though you're unhappy, even though that's not what you want, then you are 100% guaranteed to have the same of it. You are 100% guaranteed to have more of what it is That you do not want, more of what it is that you are unhappy with, more of what it is that is keeping you angry or stuck or unsatisfied. Well, with the other option of saying, okay, I don't want this anymore, I'm going to go here even though I don't really know what the outcome is going to be like. With this option, at least you have a 50 50% chance. (laughs) At least the same shit isn't going to keep on happening, at least it will be different. And who knows what will happen, right? So what are you going to choose? And, you know, this might seem like an obvious enough answer. But many times with people, it's unfortunate that um, we choose the comfort of fear and unhappiness that we can be certain of. So if you can be certain that, okay, this is the only thing that will bring fear in me, this is the only thing that will bring me unhappiness and dissatisfaction, I'm fine with it as long as I know that this is the thing. Right? And it is an unfortunate choice, but it is a choice nonetheless. And you can't really worry about other people's choices because here you are. With your own choice to make, what are you going to do? How to tell your future is by understanding that your future is your now. That's really it. (laughs) And I know I've talked a lot and you probably didn't expect me to just come back here and say, yeah, what I said in the beginning is actually how to do this whole thing. But I really just wanted you to understand all these different aspects. Your future is not some far-off place like I said your future is now and there's there's a story that I really love because of its simplicity and how it just gets its point across on on this same thing so in this story it's some village in Plateau State and there are two people that come to meet the Oracle (laughs) and this oracle or this fortune teller or this babalao, he he meets these two different people and he tells the first person, um, you know, like after he does all his magical things and stuff, he tells the first person, ah, you, your future is bright, ah, ah, you, um, you're going to be so rich. You're going to be so like just a chilling guy. You will have wealth, you will have a big family, you will have plenty of wives, your crops will always grow, la la la. All these amazing things. And the guy was gingered off. He was like, oh, mommy, man, let me be this so. Ah, ah. That was the first person. And then the second person who came to the Oracle unfortunately didn't have the same good news. But that person, he said, Hi, this is your future? Hmm, now, nah, wow. It's like, i I don't even think you're gonna get married. Your farm is going to be so dry, man. All your crops are just gonna die one after the other. Like, you're going to be sick all the time. Man, you're just a sad guy. And, like, the second man heard this and he was devastated. Like, what kind of shit life is this, man? You know, naturally. <laughs> and... You know it's a very upsetting thing to hear so the next day we see these two same men going about life in the village and the first guy him he has been told great fortune so he's in high spirits. he's feeling great he goes orders some palm wine he goes under a tree and he sits there and he's just drinking all day thinking of this amazing future that he's having the second guy was depressed <laughs> he was depressed like just in his house my guy didn't even want to go out like what's the point of seeing outside when you're just going to die a miserable life right and he was depressed second day passes the first guy is still feeling good he goes get some more palm wine and he's just chilling under the tree like just feeling good inviting women to like stay with him cause he's gonna be rich one day can just do whatever he wants like you know like you can literally do whatever you want when you're gonna have like a great life like did you hear all the things the oracle said man like there's nothing nothing to worry about man just just enjoyment all the time second guy second guy was still depressed but you know it's like this future of mine before like i heard this my life was okay I was all right and how can i just suddenly become so miserable and broke you know what i don't want that i want to be rich i want to be abundant i want my crops to grow well i want this i want this i want this i want that and he got out of bed that day and he went to his farm worked on his farm did his thing went about was nice to people regular things thought about all things he wanted and started going after after those things now a few years later in that same village there was a broke as hell man like this guy was destitute covered in fleas and sores sick miserable with no one by his side and this person wasn't the second man who had the oracle tell him that his future was going to be shit. It was actually the first guy who had been told, oh, he was gonna have a great life and be rich and be all of that. And in that same village, the second man who was supposed to have such a bad fortune became the richest man in the village. He became so rich and abundant that it even spread outside of the village. And that's the story. <laughs> that's the story. And it's such an incredible story to me because you really get to understand the power of energy and free will. That's why I started off this episode saying this is not even about tarot. Because tarot can be a super helpful tool. But is it's not... I wouldn't say it's for prediction. Like, when I practice tarot, it is not about predicting the future or knowing the exact events of what's going to happen. It is more about bringing clarity to my present situation and being a guide, right? And a guide is just that—is a guide. I can choose to not do it. Why? I have energy and free will as my greatest gift. And everything we do or don't do is what shapes our lives as we know it. So even though, like, for these two different people in this story, they had such different predictions, because of what they chose to do, they got to a different place. And earlier on in the episode, I was saying how, you know, I hope I didn't, like, I hope you guys weren't bored of hearing me hammer on like the power of assessing the situation and the power of just making a choice and not focusing about how other people don't get to make choices, but focus instead on your own choices and where that's going to lead you to. So I hope this story helps sort of illuminate that. I know it's a simple story, but like I said, (laughs) simple things are often the best, right, they're very clear, easy to understand, easy to assimilate, and truly, like, you know, put out there, so, truly, our lives, our future, our destiny is what we make it, don't ever feel like you are relegated to a certain position in life, to a certain placement, to a certain whatever, Anything is possible. So what are you going to create? It's a conscious thing. The thing is that we are always creating. Remember, we are made from the creator and as such have the creator's essence. So we are a divine reflection of the creator. And if what our creator does is to create, then we too have the power to create. So we are always creating. The difference between successful, happy, joyous, abundant people is that they are creating consciously. And each of our journeys is going to look so different. The journey to start creating consciously is going to look so different. All of us have such extremely unique life situations and circumstances. It's going to look different, but that doesn't stop the fact that creating consciously creates destiny. Destiny is what you make it. So be intentional about what it is that you're trying to create. And you can only have this level of intentionality, like I said earlier. is um, Like I said earlier, if you are honest about your current situation and if you make the choice, to change it or to expand it if it's something that you know you like and you're happy with So the reason that um, Or rather one of the reasons you are able to because I, I realized I didn't I Just realized I didn't explain this a bit earlier so one of the reasons we're able to tell our future based on the present is something called the compound effect. The compound effect is such... Like, when when I found this out, I was like, God, God, fantastic. (laughs) I love finding out, like, new laws, new principles. Knowledge is just so fascinating to me. The compound effect... Is the idea or the concept that everything you do, no matter how seemingly significant or insignificant, will eventually multiply by a shit ton. <laughs> and it's so interesting, right? Because it's something that is so obvious. And one of the examples I really like um, um, on the compound effect is is about weight loss, actually. But the the idea goes for literally every single thing. So there's person A and person B, right? And actually, we can even use um, the story that we were giving earlier. So um, the first man who was told he had great fortune, and the second man was told he had bad fortune now these two people both of them they want a good life right both of them want a good life but one was told that they were going to have that good life and the other was told they were not going to but both of them wanted this good life and both of them did very different things so the first man was told he would have good fortune and ended up having the worst of luck or the worst of fortune or whatever you'd call it, what happened is what, he went to buy palm wine he was spending his time and money on women and sitting on that tree and dropping gist with his friends. Okay, he did it for one day. Cool, no yawa. Did it for two days. Ah, nothing, now. Did it for a week. Okay, cool. Nice, nice, nice. But then you do that Every day or a couple hours a day for a year What's going to happen now? Okay, first of all the palm wine that he's drinking So the alcohol nothing wrong with some alcohol one day or for two days But then taking that same alcohol every day for a year That's gonna do something to your liver Spending money on you know your woman in a week, mm, no Wahala now, uh, it's just money. <laughs> but spending that same amount every day for a year, your bank account is gonna, <laughs> is gonna go very low, gonna go very dry. Especially when you are just doing these things and nothing else to sort of boost it up. And if you are doing other things, but in comparison to how much you're spending the money and drinking the alcohol, those things won't really be enough, so it will add up anyway. Then move to person B, the man who was told he would have bad fortune. Okay, he was told that he was going to have bad fortune. And like, he was upset about it. Yes, yes, he was. He was sad. (laughs) He's depressing as shit. He was not happy. Mm -hmm. One day, two days. But then, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe the person in this story listened to my podcast episode (laughs) about like, sustained lingering and all that because even though he had a natural reaction to getting that kind of news after a while he decided that this doesn't feel good and this isn't what i want so let me go towards what i want and remember we talked about where your focus and attention goes your energy goes to so this man he probably didn't go out and like farm 20 acres of corn or whatever he probably just did like one plot or whatever he could for that day and that's just one day but then if he did that same thing for a year who guess who is going to have a bountiful harvest so that's the compound effect it's that everything will magnetize itself So everything counts, the significant, the insignificant, the little, the big, all of it counts, which is why it's so powerful to not just make the choice about what you want for yourself, but also make that choice again and again. When you face the obstacles that come with experiencing a new path, experiencing the unknown, you face obstacles and then you make your choice again and again, because it's difficult. It's difficult but you can only surpass your obstacles when you keep going on and it's hard to go on if you don't like if you don't have a reason to so think about why you are making the choice you're making and realize that it truly is possible so that you make that choice again and keep moving on in that direction so I hope um, that little analogy example um, helped give you a clearer idea of what the compound effect is and why your present moment really does dictate your future, right? So unless you get aware of what it is that you want and don't want and make the choice for what you do want, and keep making that choice as you go through life, as you go through the ups and downs. Because trust me, there will be, you'll be a fool to think that everything is just ha 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 all the time. Or it's just nya, nya, nya all the time. Like, So going through that and being conscious of your journey, being grateful for your journey, it is going to take you so far. So, so, so far and the reason that you know i truly do believe that is because i see it's all around me like some of the biggest lessons i've learned haven't been just my own experiences they've been experiences of other people so i can tell you this with truth and certainty that anything is possible and that going through these different things that I've outlined in this episode, they really do help. And it is your responsibility to create a life of abundance and nourishment for your soul, for your being, and for the people around you. Right? And I would also encourage you that no matter what it is, do it for yourself first. Because what happens is that when you fill yourself up, you start to overpour and people benefit more from that than for you having to bend your cup over and give what it is that you don't even have enough of. So fill yourself that your cup might overflow and bless around and bless those around you. It's a natural byproduct. So you don't even need to focus on on like, you know changing the world or anything. Changing you changes the world. It happens one step at a time and with the compound effect, well don't you think one day we'll finally have an ideal world, an ideal earth? I think so and it starts with us, it starts with me and you and I'm glad we're here together. This was such an interesting episode for me. As always, I hope you found it super useful. I hope you found it juicy and I hope it was what you needed. Um, Check out my Instagram. Check out my Twitter. All of the links are in the description. Leave me a review if you like what I do, if any of it has been useful or helpful. And even if you don't leave me a review, what's more important to me is that you take this information and begin to practice it information is useless if it isn't embodied right so i hope you embody this information and if you do please send it to someone that you think needs it or someone you think will at least find it interesting if nothing else that would like just help me a lot and make my heart so full so i hope you have a lovely day and i hope i have a lovely day too bye until next time